I'm drinking a Mirapon Pale Ale. From a little Cheers. PBR, keeping it low, bro. Yeah, buddy. We got two. <laughs> oh. That's how I roll. <laughs> this is like my like my second beer in over a year. Like, literally. I had a Coors Light a couple weeks ago, and this is weird. Are we on? Yeah. Yeah? Um, yeah. We can just start it like that. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. What it's, is today, though? Uh, February 19th, Wednesday, 2020. At 6.09. With it's Greg. been a long time since the last one. Yeah. Yeah, it has. Was it like fall? Uh, It was me and you and your buddy downstairs. When, and uh, yeah. It's been a while. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's see here. I'm just going to check our uh, our topics for today. You wanted to... The bro, because you've been posting bro. stuff about bro working science. out on Facebook. Yeah. Bro and, science. You know, I'm always into something Yeah, for working out, so I want to talk about that a bit, change it up, because there's so, only so much science. Science, there's not yeah. a lot happening right now. Everybody's, apparently the internet, everybody has an opinion, and it's yeah. like, what do you believe kind of deal. Yeah, so, so that's, that's why bro science and cool. nutritional science, yeah. and I, it changes all the time. It, it does. And there's no definitive. Like one one decade eggs are bad for you, and then they're good for you, and then they're bad for you, and then they're just. Coffee's good for you. Coffee, then, I think it sounds good right now. Yeah, I think, I think like coffee's cool. good for you. Everything in moderation, apparently. Go figure. Yeah. So are you still doing the crossfitting? Nope. Oh, nope, nope. Dude, I'm coming up on two years of not crossfit. What? Like, Dude. what are you doing to, like. Like weights be healthy. and run and stuff. Yeah. I use the Peloton app, so I do like the Peloton bike or yeah. run the Peloton classes. And then lately, I got to put you onto this really quick. So I got this uh, Oculus Quest. It's yeah. The, the wireless VR. Sure. And it, it's, it's a mobile chipset that doesn't need a computer to play. So I'm like checking out the experiences because I've been big into VR since 2016 when the Vive came I out. I still haven't the, seen the your setup downstairs. Jesus. Okay. Well, I got to show you that. But this, um, I was like, oh, cool. Thrill of the fight. It's a boxing game. Mm. And there's like Creed and some other like Dance Dance Revolution kind of boxing. But Thrill of the Fight, everyone's like, this is the simulator boxing game. So I'm like, oh, cool. I'll check it out. And I shit you not, it's just like if you put me in a fight right now, I'd have no idea how to pace myself. <laughs> you go full out. So this is like boxing, jab, jab, right? Jab, jab, hook, hook, yeah, jab, yeah. jab, jab, And then you're like, oh, crap, I'm tired. Fuck, I'm tired. Yeah. How do these guys do it for 10 rounds, right? So, yeah. yeah While they're getting out, hit. <laughs> it starts out, and it's like versus a dummy, and you got like your coach. Or, I call him dad. Yeah. But he just sits in the corner <laughs> and gives you the little thumbs ups and stuff. Okay. And you start out in like a crappy gym, and legit, like... Uh, you hit them in the side or the chest and chin, all the good yeah. points, right? You can see them get like rocked a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And how hard you swing is how hard it hits. That the was game. my next question. Like, does it know like how hard so you? It took a little bit for my joints to get used to that yeah. because obviously you can't fully extend your elbow a bunch of times. Yeah, because you're not. There's no resistance right. to your end. I mean, you have the controllers in your hand, which is yeah. a little bit, but that's like what two ounces versus yeah. ten ounce gloves or whatever you're gonna wear. Um, so anyway, it starts out it's like a few two-minute rounds, and then I beat three different people in matches, and it's not multiplayer, like computers. Yeah. And then I moved on, and it was like uh, an exhibition match in like a stadium, and it's like everyone's screaming, yeah. and there's spotlights. And Are the ring girls holding up like the numbers? There's the... just like a lot of chicks. Just <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> so then, like, it's legit hard workout yeah so I, I was curious about this like the metrics of this because obviously i'm sweating my ass off are you tracking your heart rate with that yeah your so i put a heart rate strap a yeah. chest strap yeah on. i got one of those right and i got the garmin yeah, yeah. phoenix thing so it logs it all and i was like man i'm getting gassed like when the round ends i'm not here clack 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 and yeah. i got the 10 seconds and yeah. i'm just going at the dude full <laughs> out when i'm done i i have to like hunch over in my in my corner you should have like these stools down there i should yeah i basically kind of just like sit on the edge of my couch and pretend that's the stool but then yeah it's like 30 seconds start the next round so i've only lost one so far i got knocked out Uh, i rematched the guy today and beat him but um, are you playing people or computer computer it's all computers yeah but it auto changes your hits so if you swing really hard it knows that's your baseline heart but if you get less and less then it's like it, it'll scale with you so it's always a challenge so you can't really cheat it yeah and 
I was okay. So I'm I'm three full matches in. I already beat two other boxers. Yeah. Now I'm fighting this guy again, and <laughs> dude, I was like swinging, and I see like the light blue kind of shadow when I hit him, which means I didn't hit him super yeah, hard. It's was. like orange and red. Yeah. So then I'm like, yeah, and I'm just doing huge like, you know, fucking haymakers. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, dude, like, I finally knocked him out, and I remember like he knocked me out first. Yeah. And then it's like the last round is four rounds of three minutes each. So it keeps going up. And okay. uh, I did a half an hour of boxing tonight. That's heavy yeah. work. I mean, it's heavy work. Just hitting a heavy bag for half an hour for five minutes. Well, you know how many, if you're in a fight, how many punches you throw fast. Yeah. And then you like dance around and you punch. I wasn't taking my time. So anyway, I knocked the dude down and I was so excited that I finally beat him. I was like, yeah, that's right. I like did the whole like <laughs> Talk to the standing smack. over yeah, him. Yeah. Um, and then uh, like they announce it and you put your glove up and all that stuff and everyone's cheering and my dad's all happy in the corner. So <laughs> yeah, it's a workout. So then I looked at the stats, right? Yeah. My, um, I got it right here. Actually, it said the last workout, oh, come on, is it right here? Give me a second anyway, but it, it was basically my heart rate gets maxed out if I go full out at the end of the round. Okay. So like 180 something. So yeah. So, okay. So. I guess I can compare and contrast that with my app. I use the uh, the MyZone app, and I have a heart monitor. So today it was 33 minutes. Okay. 522 calories. Average heart rate 162 for the 32 minutes. Okay. And I hit 182. Dude, my maximum heart rate is 184. Yeah. So that's really good. And it shows my aerobic and anaerobic increases with this is the Garmin stuff. But yeah. it says I was above my VO2 max. So for like playing a video game in my living room. That's better than sitting on the couch eating potato chips. Like. Right. So I, I just, it's fun. I've been doing the running thing and lifting, but doing VR boxing is fun. Does it, see mine graphs it based on my yeah, effort. It can do that stuff too. Okay. Um, okay. So that's pretty similar to me. So if I do like 40 minutes on the treadmill. Okay, so let me just take a quick look here, and okay, so. But yeah, if you're interested, it's on Rift, it's on Vive, Steam, Oculus that's Store. That's a good it's workout. Thrill, thrill of the fight. Thrill of the fight. That's yeah. a good workout, dude. I'm gassed. I feel like I'm I'm ready to go to sleep yeah. in an hour or two. That's like, the, that's the same as if I like almost run or walk as fast as you can possibly walk for half an hour, and I'm sweating. Yeah, on the I'm treadmill. soaked. Like, I had to buy the silicone insert for the face thing. Yeah. Because I didn't want to soak yeah. that thing. Um, <laughs> well, that's a good workout then. Yeah. And what's cool is, like, if I'm hanging out with the wife, wife friend in the future. Future wife. And, like, I got a fender on her and I just deck somebody and drop them. She's like, damn, VR, boxing. He's been training for so a while. It, it, <laughs> he's going to be like, tell him. Do my fiance is like, VR, VR yeah, boxing been, champ. Watch out. He's been boxing every day in VR. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> so that's funny because, okay, so. Uh, so, you know, I've been a bouncer for like forever. I've been mm -hmm. a bouncer like 20 years and I've, I've, I've legit been in probably over a hundred bar fights, honestly. And I don't, you know, bounces aren't, we're not supposed to hit people. That's right. generally frowned upon. Cause you know, we're not, we're not supposed to strike people. We're, we're, we're technically by law, we're no different than the average uh, guest in a bar. Sure, sure. We don't have any special no privileges, authority. no authority. We're not legally allowed to do that. We're allowed to defend ourselves with the same amount of force that comes at us so we you know if some guy pushes you you yeah. can't straight back and clock him in the Citizen face and knock rules, him out. right yeah. you hit me i can hit you yeah that's and that's why we have to be hit first mm -hmm. so that's why i'm really good at mocking people and pushing people's buttons you tuck and the chin and in when you're me. doing that uh, <laughs> no actually i get right up on their face and you know that i invade their personal space because if you get right in someone's face like within like a you could put a beer between you they're either going to do something or they're not and if they don't you realize then it's all just talk but if they do they're going to do it and then you're, you're you're too close to them you're like right like i'm literally right up in their grill they can't hit you in the face like that they're, you're you have to have a striking distance yeah that's true you're basically in a grapple by them. yeah yeah and that's that's the strength i play too so i've taken away their opening hit or whatever so we grapple you know we grab people we put them in submission holds we get them on the ground and we overpower them with sheer numbers that's generally how you know you technically sure. do that but most of the time you use your voice and you talk you talk people down and so that's that so in a real fight you're not going to go back and forth for rounds and rounds and rounds you're going to get hit once yeah <laughs> and if it's a good hit you're probably going to go down and that's about it yeah because most people don't get hit in life 
Like, no, no, it's good. We're not savages. We're, we're not savages. I've been hit a couple times. Uh, nothing major, but I've never been like super clocked. I've never been right. knocked out or I anything have. like that. I've I have not. Um, and I've not knocked anybody out either. I've taken their shoes off and smacked them in their face with their own footwear before, which is <laughs> awesome. But I've never actually knocked somebody out yeah. because and it's dangerous. It's, man. it's, it's you can kill somebody. And it, it happened a couple of years ago at, uh, I don't know if this bar, I think it was legends or something. A drunk guy hit another drunk guy, he hit him once and he fell down and he hit his head in the curb and he died. Yeah. And the guy was charged with manslaughter. Just yep. for a punch, just for a bar fight. People don't realize that. Well, punch is serious. Punch man. is a serious. You can punch one person and you hit him in the temple hard enough, you can you can kill them. And if you don't, you're giving him some form of brain damage. Yeah. It's awful. It's, it's people see, you know, these movies where bad guys are going back and mm-hmm. forth, they're blasting each other and yeah. the MMA fighting. That's, that's, the movies are, they're movies for one. So that's yeah. not real. And then the MMA fighters, they, they're professional fighters for one. They train for that yeah. and they have gloves but they still Ish. get their CTE and die and yeah. get crazy they, later. They in still life. get messed up. Yeah. And you know, if you're hitting someone with knuckles for one, and you're hitting at someone that is not used to getting hit, and you hit them and you connect, you can really mess that person up. Yeah. And then you're open all kinds of liability for that. So people just don't get that. I right. guess so. That needs to be very serious. It, it does. Yep. So anyways, so there's so it's back to the uh so I'm a boxer. The, the, that's what, what I was telling you. <laughs> the, the health stuff. So that's the cardio. That's cool. Yeah. And I started doing cardio. Um I've been at the gym for almost about nine months now. I signed up in May, May first, my membership expires. So when did you start going regularly though? Um okay, so I didn't start going regularly until about I don't know, four months ago, three months ago. Okay. So I just started off, I would go like twice a week and I would do the treadmill for like 30 minutes. You know, I, I felt good about myself. I did the gym. That it doesn't really good, count. Doing something, it's, though. It was it's something. how you have to start. It, it was something. It was better than nothing. And then I realized, well, that's not really working. So I went more. I started to go two or three. And then I would go five days a week. But I wasn't doing any lifting. It was just hop on the treadmill, you know, do 30, 40, up to an hour of, of, of intense walking. And I'll listen to music or I'll, I'll watch like anime on my phone while I'm there. That's cool. Yeah. But then I was like, I really need to like, and I, I plateaued, like I just, nothing was happening, was losing weight anymore. So I was like, I really got to start incorporating lifting into that. So one of my friends from back in the day uh, from Best Buy, Trisha Dre, she's um, a personal trainer at any time. And I paid her for five sessions and she's given me four sessions. So I have four routines now. So I've got just you know one for upper body, one for core, one for lower body, and then like a mix. Mm-hmm. And then on Monday, I do one routine, then Tuesday and Wednesday. And each day, each I, I didn't go to day because I went Monday and Tuesday. I mean, I hit it hard. Like, I really went at it. And I, I maxed out all the weights and I sore as hell today. So yeah. I was like, I'm going to hurt myself. So, but I, I try to go like five days a week and lift. And I stopped using the scale as like a judge when you're losing weight. You know, when you lift, it doesn't matter, man, because you you can spike up yeah, your carbon take. Like you can get yeah. bloaty when you lift. All the stuff changes. All the stuff. So I had to change my entire diet around because about halfway through of the gym, I switched from keto yes. to normal eating healthy food yeah. Keto, and yeah. carbs. No energy, man. As I drink this beer, hold on. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Which, by the way, I am stupid tired, and I've done boxing three times this week. Yeah. Stupid. Like, like sore. Yeah. Like, my back, my freaking, my lats and my shoulders. Because it's new to you. Like, it's new. Yeah. Yeah. And I go hard. Good. That's I'm, all... Dude, I'm I'm nine and one. <laughs> <laughs> Record indicates health. <laughs> like, you have to you have to get your heart rate up, though. That's what, you know, gets you, burns those calories. And, and burning calories is part of it, but the, the scale, when you're when you're losing weight and you're not doing any lifting, it's, it helps like, Oh, I'm losing weight. That's cool. But I shifted my entire diet around. And w- when you lift it, the scale doesn't really help because you're gaining muscle too. And that goes, yeah. you, you gain weight. So it's kind of an oxymoron. You can't lose weight and then gain muscle. That doesn't work. It's two yeah. different things. They're mutually exclusive. When I did CrossFit, like the first five months, I didn't really, well, first few months, I didn't lose really any weight at all. But my pants were fitting better yeah, and better. That's the thing. So it's a body composition change. That's what they say that you should you should measure yourself in certain areas and then use that. Also use how you feel yeah. and and how you look in your clothes. And I can tell I look differently in my clothes. I'm not like some swole beast or anything, but when I when I'm at the gym and I'm lifting weights and looking around I'm like, oh I look different. I can tell that I yeah. looked different. And I, and I feel different. Like I just 
I feel more confident in general. I, I feel like more outgoing, like the world is my oyster and like, I'm just, well, dude, I, it's the, it's better than any antidepressant to work out. Yeah, like I, you can just feel great. It, I sleep like a fucking baby. Yeah. Um, I, I, I wake up at the same time every day without an alarm clock. I generally wake up at five o'clock and then I wake up at seven and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to sleep for another hour, just REM sleep and dream. And then I wake up at eight and mm. that's, I get up. So I generally go to bed around 11 or 12 o'clock throughout the week and I get a solid eight hours of rest, which is also important. Um, I don't try not to drink during the week too much. Obviously, I'm having a beer right now, but I try not to drink throughout the week. Maybe like on Thursday, we do bingo. So, you yeah. know, I have some drinks for that. But I mean, it's good. To, we're celebrating. We haven't done a podcast it's, in a while. It's been a while. I haven't while. had a beer in a long it's, time. Actually, it's been a so. while. In the, the MyZone app, um, it so for those that participate in that at the gym, because not everybody does that, but mm-hmm. for those that participate, it ranks you um, on the board. So it you know assigns you a number, and it's it's a motivator for me. I have a friend of mine, uh, Michelle. Uh, she's my neighbor, and she's a buddy. I've known her for quite a while, and, and she goes to the gym a lot. She's she's there all the time, and it it really helps motivate me because she's number she's literally number one right now with like a bullet, and she's just smoking everybody. Well, I want to get in that gym. Give me the <laughs> <laughs> anytime fitness yeah. at Edgebrook. It's yeah, pretty, how much cool. is that? Uh, I, th- I think it's like four hundred bucks a year. I pay for a year. Four hundred, four hundred, four. It's like forty bucks, thirty-five bucks a month. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty sweet, dude. And in the time now, we're like Orange Theory Unlimited, CrossFit Unlimited, our uh, Peak Fitness CrossFit equivalent. All of those are over one hundred thirty dollars a month. Oh, each. that's way more than I pay. You can go like, as much as you want for one hundred sixty a month for CrossFit. That's what I started. That's, that's with CrossFit. way too much. That's insane. Like Peak. Okay, so like to rank to rank the gyms just like the major so you got planet fitness to start right it's 10 bucks a month you know it's yeah. no commitment and Free pizza though it's yeah that's oh my god that's the that's strategically awesome marketing don't get me wrong and you put the pizza there I'm like really it's like for people that just don't care that's just terrible like honestly <laughs> that's like having alcohol at an aa meeting like mm-hmm. it's ridiculous so I, I tried that many many years ago i tried that and it's just it's for the casual gym goer. It's, you want to get in the treadmill? Uh, you get in the treadmill, hop an elliptical, make a get friend. Some of those awesome purple tootsie rolls yeah. on the way out. Yeah, everything's purple there, dude. So. I would grab those tootsie rolls, those grape ones, or whatever they were on the way out, and I had a whole bowl in the house for a while. Oh it's like God. these are for guests, yeah, because I didn't want to buy them. So I'd take a huge <laughs> handful every time I leave. Oh my God! <laughs> and, they, and they have tanning there too. So if you like to tan, you know, I it's, it's actually cheaper to have a gym membership for tanning. And so a lot of people you have to do, do that. the twenty bucks a month. Twenty bucks a month. It's still, still cheaper than just tanning. It's weird. So if you want to pay for skin cancer, I, it's the cheapest I way to, to do it. I'm going to Peak right now. Yeah, I, I don't. And so, okay. I go to Westside Peak. What is that? Perryville? State. Is that East State? I go to State. State, yeah, yeah okay. I hate Perryville because their weightlifting setup is asinine. It's not yeah. laid out. I've, I've never been in there. I, well, I take that back. I've been to the pool once with a buddy, but that was about it. So, yeah. so if you got Planet Fitness and then you got Anytime, I think would be mm-hmm. the next up to scale as far as like are you serious about lifting, you know, but you don't want to go to peak. You don't need to, you don't need like a, a thousand machines. You don't want to yeah. go to the pool. You know, you don't, you're not there to, to look cool. So that's what any time is like. It's like you go there and is it more like focused? It, as far as like- I see a lot of the same people with a lot of the same routines on a lot of the same days. So there's a lot of, a lot of people that are dedicated to doing the thing and it's just big enough for me and there's enough people there that I see. I don't talk to really anybody at the gym. Right, I hate right. that. Like, oh, just leave me alone. There's one creeper there. There's a whole old freaky guy who wears jeans and like, like. There's just, this pot belly old like bodybuilder uh, guy who has long hair and he looks like a crackhead it, at I the one take, I go to. And, and he it, talks to everybody. Yeah, the same, same as me. And I'm just like, it's no, probably the man. same guy. Does he have wily gray hair and yeah. glasses? And yeah, what, and like square up glasses. Does he have a comb in his back pocket most of the time? It's probably, I well, the same know. character. It's not the same guy. It's the same type He's of very guy. very poorly. <laughs> this guy's not poorly. Like, But if you're were, if you were wearing jeans at the gym, I'm not taking you seriously. Like, you're, He mostly just sits around and creeps on people. It's yeah, terrible. It's weird. It's so terrible. He tried talking to me once when I was in the middle of a, a training session with Trisha. And I didn't have my earphones in, so he's like, oh, I can talk to him. And I was like, yeah, nice. He goes, he, he said, I, I trimmed my beard last night, so I'm not as strong today. I was like, okay. You're like Samson joke, huh? I'm like, seriously, buddy. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And, I, and then he called me an asshole under his breath. He goes, asshole. I'm like, okay, well, at least you don't like me. Maybe you'll leave me alone Jeez. now kind of deal. So I like watch him. And he chats up people like all day at the gym. Like they're just trying to do their thing. And he like... He talked to this guy on the treadmill for a solid 30 minutes while I was doing it on the treadmill. I'm like, dude, people just can't say no. I bet people complain about it. Well, they should, they should man up and like not talk. Take it up on yourself, seriously. 
so anytime fitness is is i i enjoy it i think the price is fair uh the trainers are great and it's it's literally less than a mile from my house so it's super convenient for me where is it at edgebrook it's in edgebrook yeah, it's in, literally oh, edgebrook. Okay. it's just cool. less than a mile so that's super cool Might check it out if I ever change <clears throat> but i think i'm back to just i work out here i got the weights and yeah the treadmill and stuff i and, i had all, i had all the stuff at the house i had the treadmill and all the gym stuff and i never used it because i just never used when you're it. around people that work hard you work hard it's kind of nice it's true so i sold all my stuff on craigslist actually all the equipment actually went pretty quickly all the weights sold real quick mm-hmm. and i vowed never to buy personal equipment like that ever again because I, I don't use it when it's at my house right and then i guess the top of the scale would be well, peak peak fitness so it's like the hardcore like that's i'm a super gym person and you know that's the thing kind of deal yeah. not that you can't be that anywhere else and so i'd, I'd say crossfit is above that for people yep. that are just like they want to go hard because most people are scared of crossfit and then well i would consider like the a niche thing like the niche gyms like the small like mom pa gyms which there are still quite a few of yeah kind of deal asylum and stuff yeah no, like there's no joke mma which, which you might consider down the road once you get your you know boxing title from that <laughs> you can actually join up a gym and do actual legit cage fighting like it's, yeah but i don't i don't want any impact <laughs> they're gonna hit the you they're gonna hit you back <laughs> yeah like no that's stupid yeah. like i don't want the impact yeah. in my head You're gonna get, like if there is no consequences yeah. that'd be kind well, of fun it's a, it's a different type it's self-defense class is what it is right. so you know kind of for all i those, got a whistle for all those <laughs> Got a whistle. <laughs> I got a nine millimeter. Fuck your whistle. <laughs> whistle. Wee wee. I'll be pop pop pop. So oh, yeah. So so good. that's the gym stuff. And, and half of that, the, the the hardest part. It's not the gym, really. It's it's eating properly. Like Dude, eating's everything. So if you wanna if you wanna lose weight, it's all in the kitchen. If you wanna look good naked, it's the gym. You got to get that protein in there too. Like I try to match. One gram of protein per pound of day. So I'd, I'm over, I'm weighing 225 now. So I try to get over 200 grams That's of protein. That's pretty high. Are you saying per lean body mass or body weight? Uh, Per per pound. Oh, like per if, body if you weigh 200 pounds, you want 200 grams. That's pretty of high. Protein. But That's, I mean, you can filter you can do out it. extra. It's fine. I get like, I have these drinks I get from Sam's. They have 30 grams of protein per, per drink. And they're actually pretty good. I eat a lot of eggs, like cottage cheese. As long as you hit 100 grams, you're good. I'm, but I'm averaging about 180. The thing is, if you're eating more than that, it's going to help anyway because it's going to help you feel full. Yeah, I, I do so, feel full. Yeah. So, so the diet is super important. I eat a lot of supplements and just lots of water. I eat a lot of eggs because my the ladies yeah. help me with my gains. So, yeah, I actually looked into to switch gears. I think we've probably sorted the exercise stuff out. I looked into yeah. this perfect segue, actually, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. chickens, because I wanted to talk about uh, prepping. Yeah. kind of deal and the chickens and i looked into the legalities of that in rockford super not legal <laughs> well i don't live in rockford so are you, are you considered county yeah i don't <laughs> live in rockford so of course anyway it's legal. since they're not real chickens anyways <laughs> so it, they, they're not even considered pets you just can't do it so I, and if you get caught it's like 75 dollars fine a day ish mm-hmm. so i was Literally looking into doing a coop and all of I that. I did the math on how many chickens you would need to yeah. outpace the $75 fee. <laughs> so if you could still sell $100 worth of eggs a day, oh my God. it's worth a, it to pay the fee. A chicken farm. I think at that point, they might come in a little more hard at you. Nope. Like, yep. Nope. Not if you have your lawyer. Right <laughs> there. Then you're paying for lawyer fees. Damn it, I want these chicken eggs. Then I got to expand more eggs. Oh, my God. It's like, the, it's like the chicken and the egg. Yeah, oh, yeah exactly. It's fun. So... So I was looking into eggs, uh, not just because I want cheap eggs, but as a sustainable food source, you know, when the apocalypse comes down kind of deal. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you've been following it, but I've been following it daily, the the COVID-19, the coronavirus that's uh, yeah. straight out China from Wuhan, Hubei province. I is, don't uh, know if we can trust the media. I don't either, for one. If it, um, was, if it was way worse than it is, I feel like they still wouldn't. Well, you got, you got to imagine on. that it's not in china's benefit to report accurate numbers because that's terrible they don't want people to know if people are infected so they say that there's about 60 to seventy thousand people infected that's what they say but who knows it's it like be, a week or two incubation period it, with this it's, thing it's like the common cold basically it's very similar to that in the last two days they're like it's could be 20 times more potent than it the could common be cold. it's it's resistant to all forms of vaccination and, and stuff like that so it's like the flu in that regard the flu the common flu kills hundreds of thousands of people a year every yeah, year yeah but the common flu is like 0.2 percent lethality, lethality yeah and, and this one's like two it's good good number that's two percent lethality so i did some kind of basic math on the way over here so let's say 
you know, China has more than a billion people, obviously, but let's say, let's say they have a billion people. So let's say that it's got a 2% mortality rate, right? So yeah. what if like a hundred million people like got infected over there? And let's just say that's like a hundred million people. So like one tenth of their population, right? So you know, what's, what's in, and there's a 2% mortality rate out of that. So that's 2 million people die, right? So 2 million people, that's terrible. You know, that sucks, but that's, yeah. that's not humanity ending. It's not plague level. It's not, but let's, let's take another look at it in a different manner. So 2 million people die. A lot of those people are going to be the healthcare workers because they're frontline and they're dealing with that. Right? right. So that inherently weakens your overall healthcare structure essentially. Mm-hmm. But what else does that do? That that takes the their entire economy and just like stops it because people aren't showing up to work now. Food is stopping. And China, of all places, man, they're the number one producer in yeah, the world of stuff. So, yeah, like of of stuff. Everything. Everything. Americans have. Everything. So yeah, too many people die in and of itself. That number that's bad. Don't get me wrong; it's a lot of deaths. But that has going to have a, a spiraling effect on on China and what it's capable of doing, and then also the global economy kind of deal. Yeah. Because then people aren't showing up to work, and then more people are getting sick because there's less healthcare workers, and then it's just gonna like shut in that society. People are just gonna like, shut in. They're gonna avoid people. It's already happening. I've read reports yeah. on how there's essentially gangs and stuff roaming the streets that just like lock down their provinces. Like you can't come in here in China. In China, absolutely. Yeah. And this is from people that are reporting stuff, and I don't know if it's true or not, but. China obviously doesn't want to get have those numbers come out because it's not going to help them. I will say from what what I they built a hospital like a thousand room hospital like like ten days. Yeah, like they like got together and Dude, said we need legit. To do this. They did not pull permits and they did not do inspections. No Just saying, no, they said get it done. <laughs> so initially, I think they had. Cause I, I've I've read up on this quite a bit. I think initially. Uh, it was all hush, hush, quiet, quiet. It's not going to be a big deal. And then once it kind of got out, they went full bore on it. And then they're, as a country right now, they've really come together. Like they are really coming at this. They're not, they're not taking it lightly. It's a big deal. Well, that's good. It is very the whole good. World's looking Cause at the them. whole world's looking at them. And the, there's, I think like 22, 25, 26 countries now have people that, that have this. America has like five or six cases or 10 or something like that. And but there's, there's like a exponential point of infection rate. So like they're at, what did you say? They're at 90,000 or something. They're under, well, the are probably over a hundred thousand. They've got to be, they've, they've easily got to be. That's like reported. Yeah. Ones. That's reported. That's number one. So it could reported. be a quarter million or something. Easily that you don't know and that's, who's sick. That can get pretty exponential where it, you get into the millions. It, it is exponential. It really million, is. It could literally hundred million infect that entire section of the world. And they don't think it's going to fare as well in hot climates. So India may be spared somewhat. Africa may be spared somewhat, but you know, Russia, China, all of that. That's not good for them. At least we, at least we had the Pacific well, that's, ocean. That's good. <laughs> I mean, if India us. is good with the hot climate, cause like more, you know, not as developed com- countries yeah. and they're very oh, crowded in, in India, India is, like with the hygiene yeah, stuff. They, oh, oh, that, that's, if you think China's third world, India is legit third. I, my, my one of my good friends went to New Delhi for a couple of weeks, and the stories he told me was just like really, like it's insane. And like, just imagine if you can't call any company for customer support. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because they're all based in there. That's man. what I was saying. It's a global impact. Microsoft on, on would have no support. Like they're already shut down. Like with some uh, iPhone factories or something over there it was like. Dude, not... I, so I did some sunglasses orders from iBuyDirect. Yeah, and. Uh, they're all delayed because yeah. of that. They're like, we don't D- have an update. Damn you, COVID nineteen. Yeah, kind of deal. And so, yeah, it's a, it's it's a global thing, and it's going to affect lots of people. Will it will so it be the zombie apocalypse? No, I I, I don't no. think so. But you're a prepper. So, I am a prepper. And looking into chickens. You got looking into guns. chickens, kind of deal. I got guns. I just got another uh, thousand rounds of seven six two by thirty nine AK ammunition. Another thousand rounds of five five six. Do you have an AK? Yeah, I have an AK forty seven. Sweet, it's a pretty badass gun. Yeah, it's American. Lots of big bullets. I'm, uh, I'm gonna get another AK, the AK one hundred one. How much is an AK? Uh, you can actually get a good Kalashnikov for about 700 bucks, okay. 700 bucks. I always thought Dragonovs are awesome. Well, they're just manufactured. You know, any, any AK 47 in general is good. No, Dragonov the sniper rifle. Oh, well that's yeah. probably but yeah. not necessary, but you know, whatever. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, is an AK necessary? Well, here's the thing. That so, is a very rugged gun though. It right? is a very rugged gun. It's one of the most produced guns in the entire world as far as 
sheer production numbers. Um, and okay, so I have an AR-15, all right, which is the civilian version of the military M16 for the United States and NATO. And I have the AK-47, which is the Russian and Chinese, you know, official. Throw in the mud, it still fires. Yeah, it's, they're, two, they're two completely different weapon platforms. You know, the AR-15 is like a, a, a shiny, like, spaceship kind of deal, and it's yeah. got all the bells and whistles. You need an entire, like, staff to run it. You know, the AK-47 is just like like a beater truck. Like, you throw gas in it, and it's just going to go, yeah. and you can fix it yourself kind of deal. Yeah. And they're just two completely different weapons. Like the AK-47, I can field strip that with no tools, clean it, and put it back together right here on your kitchen table without any tools. Mm. Do the same thing with the AR-15. I have to have like five yeah. or six specialized tools. It all it taking it apart is like this jigsaw puzzle of which comes apart first, and it's just it's a very high maintenance, very specific weapon. It's it's a good weapon. Uh, it's very accurate. It shoots very well. It's very easy to the AR-15. Way more accurate than it's, the, the AK. It's easier to shoot. Yeah. Um. It's essentially it's a it's a big it's a big twenty two. The bullet it fires is it's a two two three round. Which yeah. Is, two, two, three. It's it's slightly bigger than a twenty two long, which is a very tiny bullet, but it's got more oomph behind it, and mm-hmm. it's a heavier grain. But to to shoot the gun, you'd be like boom, boom, boom. Like you don't really know it. There's no kickback. It doesn't hurt. You can just yeah. you can just squeeze off thirty rounds. Like what? Whatever. No big no big deal. Yeah. You shoot one bullet out of the AK-47, you're like, boom, like, oh, oh, hello, like, boom. And then like, you, you put out 30 of those, and it's like, oh, ow, like, that's, that's got some kick. And it's like, bye-bye, 20 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's about 27 cents a shot. Oh, okay. That's where we're at right now. When you buy a 1,000 rounds, that's what it works out to. But. So two, two completely different weapons, but I, was, I went to uh, Marengo Guns with a, a good friend of mine, Jared, uh, Jared McGuire, uh, a couple weeks ago, and we wanted to look at some guns and, and some stuff. And so you may think I know a lot about guns and have like this dude knows like way, like he knows all the guns. Yeah. Like this Marengo has 200 plus guns like on the shelf. Like they have another three or 400 long rifles. You, you could pick up any weapon. He could tell you, tell you about it, which is cool. It's very cool. So my initial philosophy was to get... Uh, a, a handgun or a rifle and of all the most popular calibers like a nine millimeter 40 caliber or 357 or 44 38 all of it yeah 30-06 all of those all of those things which that really hurts to shoot by the way yeah it does um that took my shoulder out and i shot one of those 50 are you going 50 Free, bro no, are you a, gonna deagle it no necessary <laughs> reason to have a 50 caliber <laughs> rifle none well not with that attitude no <laughs> Not if you're trying to take out civilian transports, you know, two miles away. I mean, you have away. all yours. I have my you have your reason. Fine. Hey, you know what's legal? If you want one, get one. Um, but his his philosophy was it, kind of like my philosophy with trucks. So I have three Chevy trucks, and I know all about the Chevy trucks from like the last 40 years. I can work on them. And he made a very good point. He's like, you can you can be a collector of guns kind of deal, or you can specialize in a weapons platform. I know all about that gun. Sure. And he kind of like opened my eyes to the thing. So I'm just going to stick with the AKs kind of deal. That's going to be my go-to survival weapon. It's like 700, you said, right? Yeah, it's like 7,800. They, they can go well, well over that depending on what you want to trick them out. Sure. But that's what they're average. You can buy them used too. Mm-hmm. And it's a totally legal weapon. It's not an automatic weapon. It's still semi-automatic mm-hmm. kind of deal. And uh, the same thing with the handguns. Kind of, I'm going to stick with 40 caliber and 9 millimeter. And that's in, in Smith & Wesson. Like, that's actually what I got, 40 and 9. There you go. I got Those a 40 are, HK S&P. Yeah, nice. And I got a 9 Glock. Nice. Good for you. Uh, G42. G42. So a little single stack. Nine. Yeah. A little sing- okay. Yeah, Good well, for well, you. Well, little a little guy. <laughs> Good for you. So that, that was kind of my philosophy with that. So in the broader picture of prepping so for those you know a prepper essentially is what i am there's many levels of that is is somebody that wants to be prepared for what i would call a a grid down situation where you know the lights don't come on for whatever reason like there's a tornado you know you're you're down for three like in july july 5th like 15 years ago the power is out for three or four days there's a huge storm coming through right yeah i remember that i was lucky my power came on within a day that was cool but that kind of like what that's kind of what got me started in the whole thing i was like the lights don't come on and that's kind of a big deal and i was like oh that sucks so i kind of broke it down into categories because there's only so much time in your day and there's only so much money in your wallet to 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 do the things you need to do. So there's categories of, of stuff that I focus on. So some of those categories are what well, we talked about guns. So that would be self-defense. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that would be the, the guns and not only guns, but you know, self-defense techniques, you know, knowing your environment, knowing your neighbors, knowing the city, 
all of those things come into play. Then there's 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 food. So there's food collection. There's food stocking, and then there's food uh, growing. So in the long term, so you can stock food. That's cool. And then you can also you know at some point have to grow food. Yeah. You, know, you can't you can't stock all the food. At some point you're gonna have to grow you food. Have a garden. You, you gotta, gotta have, have some chickens. chickens. Right, you got the chickens out there. Shout out to Helen, Rita, Donabelle, and Luann. <laughs> That's awesome. Greg's eggs on Facebook. There the you light, go. Please. They take things that you <laughs> generally don't want to eat, like bugs and grass, yeah. and they turn that into things you do want to eat. Yep. Eggs. And so you can do that that way where they're just foraging all day and bugs and grass and all that, and they do that now. But we also buy the bougiest chicken feed we can get. <laughs> there you go. That's uh, It's got fortified with oyster shells yeah. and all these omega sure. like everything they want yeah and legit I, we can tell a difference in the way their combs look yeah they're more like fluffy and bigger they're not yeah. more shriveled up because of the cold and like they, they look they're, they're getting better diet good, good looking chickens yeah. good looking chickens but you know when the when the shtf she hits the fans in a teal situation the end of the world as we know it mm-hmm. teal for those of you who don't know what that means they could live off eating up bugs if yep, they had to. I don't have to feed them. You don't got to feed them. They sort themselves Give out. Them my you know, scraps and bugs. Scraps and bugs, throw them some water. You know, they're good to go and they provide you with food. So that's cool. So that's that's food. Then there's another, most important one is water. Like how long can you live without water? Not very long. Rainwater collection? You Rainwater collection. Like I, I don't have that set up yet, but it's, it is something I'm working on. I do have water stored at the house, so that's cool. You know cool. it's illegal in California? It's illegal in a lot of states really? to collect water. Um, that's some bullshit. It's kind of weird. It's very weird. It's the city and the municipalities don't want you hoarding water they want to sell it to you because mm-hmm. that's the business model they work off of yep. which is terrible if it comes out of the sky you should be able to do whatever the hell you want with it as far as i'm concerned so yeah there's that but so there's water collection there's water filtration like what are you going to do if you got like some dirty ass water out of the rain gutters are you going to drink that or are you going to die well i'm going to drink it so i have water purification systems at home to, sure. to do that what kind of system you got berkey so, so what is it? Is it like a, it's a charcoal? It's, How many stages you got? It's, it's, uh, it's not RO, right? No, it's not reverse osmosis. It's uh, it's basically a drip down uh, mega charcoal filter mm-hmm. that can filter, I don't think like 50,000 gallons or something before right. it fails. And uh, it's it's some of the, honestly, the best water filtration you can, you can buy, period. So that'll get particulates, but what about like You could pour swimming pool and, water into and it. And you can virus. It takes that stuff out too. Down to that level of literally micron, huh? everything. Like this guy took water out of the gutter. So when we go camping, I have, um, you know, a bottle that's got a like heavy UV light on mm-hmm. the top, right? So that's just going to kill stuff, but yep. it's not going to take out your particulates. No, it's not. So what I do is we double down. My friends have, you know, the packs that you squeeze and they filter through mm-hmm. all the different filters. So we do stage one of that and stage two, we do the UV of sure. mine because we've drank some yellow weird water before and <laughs> yeah. it's fine. It was like, it was very like, um, coppery. It was yeah. weird. Yeah. Well, yeah. there's metals in there. So if you are in a, in a survival situation, you can put water in a glass vase or jar or whatever and put it on your windowsill and the natural sun will blast out a lot of the stuff in there anyways kind of deal. Yeah. Um, but you and also you could boil it too. You could boil it too. Filter it, boil it. You're done. So that comes into uh, two other topics there. So food preparation. So how are you going to cook food? Like what what are your gas sources going to be? Electric's out unless you have solar, like a lot of solar yeah. or wind, which is not happening in Rockford. Um, I want to get solar, by the way. I've looked into that. You can do that. There are still energy credits for it. Um, let's see your house. That's that's yeah. North, I don't have good roof for it. South. East, so you got a lot of. It'd have to be on this far edge yeah. of the garage. You so. want you want it facing on the south mm-hmm. side. Yeah, I've got a lot of big trees in the way, so I'm actually gonna have some giant walnut trees cut down so I can nice. do solar. Um, which actually falls into wood. I can burn wood to. Mm-hmm. That's just that's that's probably the only local energy source that you're gonna find to to burn to cook. I mean, you can you can store up LP or propane. You know, that's cool. That'll eventually run out. So wood's always available. How are you going to cook inside your house with wood? You're, you're not. So right. I looked into adding uh, direct vent uh, furnaces on my house that burn wood mm-hmm. kind of deal. It's not exactly, I don't want to say it's illegal. It's frowned upon yeah. in the city of Rockford, and it's dirty because you got to burn wood. Yeah. 
but you can buy these furnaces for three or four hundred bucks. I'm actually thinking about welding up some of my own kind cool. of deal. It's on my cool. list to do. Get a so, carbon monoxide detector. Uh, yeah, it's very important. <laughs> I want to be burning fuels inside the house. I actually researched why natural gas in the house is cool to burn, but propane is not. And what's interesting is it burns a super high percentage. It it's you can actually burn you can actually use propane inside as long as you're maintaining a, a, the proper burn ratio you gotta sure it has to be perfect flame that's why it has to be a blue flame on the stove you got you it get yellow you're dumb you're, you're dumb that's yeah. not that's an incomplete burn that's where carbon dioxide comes from <laughs> so natural gas the actual natural gas supplies will last for months and months and months but they have to pressurize those yep. gas lines with yep. electric to get it to your house so I read up, read up on that. You have one or two days supply of gas from your actual gas, gas kind of thing. Let me put you on to something really quick. I want to ask you something. So we have gas lines coming in our house. Why sure. don't people collect it into their own tanks? What, like natural gas? So like I have a gas line coming sure. to my house from my stove. Yep. Why don't I put a T on that bitch and like have it come in and have a little pump and put it into my own tank. You, and then when it's off, I shut off my main and shut you off could, on this one. But you have to pressurize it. This would be the correct pressure. Well above. It's going to be an expensive system. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I bet you can do it. You can do it. You can, you can actually, by all means, you, take you that can, gas. And you can buy it pretty damn cheap. It's It would be cheaper and more cost effective just to buy propane tanks. And but that. I like the challenge. <laughs> It's definitely a challenge. You could do that. I actually, uh, I actually sent an email quote to uh, Hinkley Gas and Belvedere about getting a, an LP tank uh, buried in my backyard, mm-hmm. and they never even got back to me. Like they never even responded to my email. They're like, that's, there's another prepper. Like, <laughs> seriously, terrible. Like 500 gallons of propane. That'll another last one a while. of those people. Those guys. Called. Those guys. Kind of deal. But I kind of, I, I. I think it'd be neat to live like outside of the limits where you could do solar more effectively. You could do wind. You basically do whatever you want. Do whatever go off you grid want if to you do. want yeah. to. And I watched a show on the off grid to, to continue the prep. There's this community in, in Eastern Canada and they live on this Island and it's, there's no power. There's no electric and it's all self-sustainability. These people have all the things to live off grid, like, Mm-hmm. everything like windmills solar they collect their own water they have some really cool ass houses where they do this stuff and they love it and it's and it's great but the actual people i'm like watching this documentary i'm like these people are boring as fuck like, <laughs> they're yeah. not fun people put it right. that way you know right so i i like being around people and all that so living in the city works out well for me kind sure. of deal so I, what i've been trying to do recently is trying to imagine like it's the apocalypse. Today is the apocalypse. That's cool. Like, what am I doing today? I want to be able to maintain the same level of somewhat same level of life as I do now. So I've gone as far as like putting not done this yet, but I want to put like 55 gallon drums of water in the attic and plumb that down to the spots where I would need it. So it would gravity feed sure. to where I need it to go. And then you can have gray water collection for washing clothes and things like that. And, so and collection off the roof collection into, off the roof yeah into that kind of stuff it's kind of like tap off the gutter kind of that's all you would need to do yeah. it's really fairly straightforward because you already have a collection you got it on the roof it collects right there but again there's only so much time in the day to do these things and right. today uh i spent taking steve's motor out of his second boat to buy a second boat to switch subjects so what yeah to his first boat? It, well he bought this boat for 150 bucks uh, with no title, and it turns out that didn't work out because he can't get it plated, essentially. Yeah. So he can't boat. So that's the other boat, and I took the 305. So you just yanking the engine? Yeah, I took the engine. It's, it's, it's a spare part. He wants the engine as a spare parts thing kind of deal. So it's basically, a 305, huh? it's a 305, yep, 5 mm-hmm. liter. And that he's also going to take the uh, the the hull. He's going to take this boat and make it the other boat kind of deal and uh hmm. Hmm, we'll, we'll let that be <laughs> kind of deal. all right steve that's, sorry steve so that's his thing i didn't uh, i didn't figure steve for a guy just to well he found out what happens he's when you buy a boat with no title the hard way he, you gotta yeah. buy another boat with a title <laughs> yeah jeez so there's that so that's a little bit about prepping so i guess okay so mike what does that mean like where do i it's it's kind of daunting like where do you start like what do you do to prep yeah i guess if that's something you want to get into the first thing I started with was water and you, you need to have water. I mean, that's the yep. number one thing you got to have. And how do you do that? Well, it's, you can do it lots of different ways. You can get five gallon jugs, you know, from the home store, you can fill them up, put them in your basement. You got to figure it's going to be a gallon a day minimum 
per person. Yeah, because you're cooking and everything. Because you're cooking and it, you so, so you could do fifty ounces if you just want to do drinking. If you but want to live, you got other stuff to do. Yeah, I mean, you want to wash your hands. Yeah, turn the water off for, for a day in your house and see how many times you go to wash your hands or use it. And you're like, holy shit, I use a lot of water. Or can't carry a gallon of water with you hiking eight miles into the forest. And you need to cook and drink and yeah, everything with it and watch when you're like, crap, I need more water. Yeah, more water. You're gonna spend most of your day getting water because you use it for everything washing your hands cooking your food making the poo go away these are all things that water yeah, does because i refuse to live without a bidet yeah <laughs> <laughs> when it's so, the apocalypse so you laugh but if the water don't go like and you got a family of four like where's all that poo going like you got to make that go away yeah. that, that's that's dump it in that, the toilet it causes sanitary problems that's what pe- kills people so yeah. it's just me and the dog so she's got she has four months of dog food set aside for her which is cool you know mm-hmm. and i also ask myself would i want a dog in the apocalypse i don't know yes no there's pros and cons to that yeah so you want the alert system the alert system it's a good not it's gonna a, have good system stuff. but at the same time it's telling other people hey there's a person yeah, but other people you usually don't want to mess with the dog. Well, they're not going to mess with my dog. And I, I look at my neighbors, honestly, and I I am not... I, all of my neighbors would, would last, I don't know, maybe like a week. Yeah, especially when ish. you're eating them. <laughs> <laughs> Tastes good. A little, little salt on you. scoping people out now Seriously. already. Like, let's see. I don't want to dig into my food rations right away. So you got to figure... <laughs> okay, so on that note, you got to figure... Okay, you don't want your neighbors knowing what you got, right? Because... Yeah. It society devolves very quickly when the lights don't come on and people are like, oh, no, it won't. Sure it will. Like you, if you're a father and you, you got, you know, a wife and a couple of kids that are hungry and it's day three and all the, all the food's gone, like, what are you going to do? Yeah. And the, the way I see it playing out is initially, if there is still government left, they're going to be setting up uh, camps. Essentially, they're going to be run by the army and the National Guard and they're basically going to be just giant camps where... Yeah. Everybody, I don't know if you're gonna have a choice or to go Wuhan or not. Spreads well, that's where, yeah, and that's that's the deal. So most people are gonna default to leaving their homes and going to where the government says to go because they don't have a choice. Like, what are they gonna do? And they just go loot their homes, and then I go loot their homes. Absolutely, because there's no there's that's martial law at that point, mm-hmm. and essentially the law is what you make of it because there's no police essentially there's yeah. there's still police in those zones there's no fire there's no there's right. no hospitals there's none, none of that that's all gone that that all goes away and when that stops people just it's like the walking dead now do you think put a percentage on what you think this is going to happen any in your lifetime that you're going to have to do any of this in my lifetime that I'm going to have to actually rely upon my wits and my stuff to, to this survive. level of martial law though, <clears throat> to this level, not of just like law. the power going out, martial law, martial law. Well, okay. So I'm 42, right? Let's say, let's say I double that. Say I lived to 84, whatever. No, I'm giving you 88 in this situation. Eight, oh, 88 <laughs> in the situation. Okay. Cause you don't want to go past. I, that. I think the more time goes by, and the more we fuck up our planet with climate change and the more we rely on fossil fuels, the greater the chance of something terrible like this happening because I just, I really do. I, I personally think that what will happen, it's not going to be, climate change is going to fuck everything up. Don't get me wrong. It is going to happen over sure. time if we don't over time, change, change yeah. our things. And that's, but that's a very slow burn. Yep. That's not going to be, oh, tomorrow's climate change. We're all screwed. Probably not, yeah. you know. It is going to mess things up if we don't change stuff. And, you know, we're working on that. There's a million tr- trillion tree initiative, blah, blah, blah. They're kind of working yeah. on that. I did the math. You'd have to Total plant. catch on fire and release all the carbon. <laughs> but anyway. You'd so have to plant. What percentage? What percentage do I think um, in my lifetime? 50%. I think 50? I think there's a 50% chance okay. that uh, shit hits the fan and that's it. And do I want it? You know, I don't know if I want it to happen or not. Honestly, kind of. I kind of do because I just I'm tired of everyone bullshit honestly just, like just being their self-absorbed just life yeah life is hard and like people are complaining about all these things they shouldn't complain about because the lights come on people right. i mean that's good stuff yeah so what if you don't have the latest phone or you don't have the coolest stuff like so right. what status things yeah, i don't know it's just i think the planet deserves a break kind of deal and it, nature has a way of sorting that out so i i do think that well that the COVID 19 virus is a big deal and it's going to mess up things in the near future it's not going to be a game changer i don't think but I do think that if you look at the amount of viruses and epidemics that have come out of China in the last 15 years, it was number three. So they had SARS, they had MERS. Yeah. Uh, 
that just keep coming out of, of China because they're eating things that you're not supposed to be eating. Kind yeah, of do deal. they know how it started? It, they, this this came from bats. So bats were being eaten in general in China, got, and someone got sick and from it's a super bat and contagious. And it's super contagious. So it's hmm. not good. So they eat everything over there. Like they literally eat everything. And there's so many people jam packed in spots over there that. You know, one person they got sick. Taste for meat now, yeah. and bats, and bats, so, and snakes, and all these terrible things. So I'm going to put out a little bit more optimistic yeah. estimate, and I'm going to put it in my lifetime at three percent. Three percent. Wow, you're way more optimistic than I am. Yeah, good for you. I mean, I I don't want that to happen. Um, so I guess in the in ranking, like why these things happen i'm number my number one thing is going to be a pandemic i'm just going to go with that um famine um, caused by global climate change i think could be a big deal that's not going to be immediate a pandemic can change the game in a year thing is like if if something major happens which absolutely could to the internet or our grid the that that was number two for me grid down caused by uh solar flare massive solar flare yep which is actually very common. Um, the, it happened, I don't know, in the late 1800s. Yeah. And it, it fried all of the telegraph, telegraph stuff. And, yep. and that, that shut things down. And they, they only had telegraphs for like not like a decade or so, but that was the main form of talking back then. And, and it fucked everything up. And the people that were preppers then, good to go. Good. <laughs> they, well, people in general back then were inherently already preppers. They, yeah. they, they had to supply their own food and other security and water and everything by themselves. We've taken that away. As we become a Walmart, Home Depot society, the average person has no idea how food gets to their table. Like the processes it has to go through to wind up on their plate is just so far. They're so far removed yeah, exactly. from all of that. Like you flip it's a just faucet. delicious red meat. It's not It's an right animal. there. It's right yeah. there. You know, I have no idea how it got to your plate. You push a button, the lights come on. You push a button, hot water comes out of the thing. You push a button, the poo goes away. You just got to push these buttons and it's good. You pay not, a bill. Not in this house, okay? I see Luann <laughs> with her butt pucker and run into the, <laughs> the coop. And then I know in an hour I'm going to have a fresh. There you go. Well, that's so you, you are <laughs> I know connected where the food comes from. from hand to mouth. So you got it. You have part of that. Did you say from hand to mouth? <laughs> <laughs> hand to mouth. Wow. I love it. So it's just people don't know, man. But back, you know, 100 years ago, 150 years ago, people were all were all preppers. They didn't have electricity. Yeah. And they don't like this is recent. Thing. <clears throat> do you have a dehydrator? I do not have a dehydrator. <clears throat> so I got a Nesco one that has like eight trays. Yeah, I saw that. Dude, I, I got more expansions for it because yeah. making beef jerky and just drying everything when i do my garden yeah. dry up all the fruits yeah. and there you go obviously it's gonna take more of your water out to eat it but yeah well, who cares you gotta preserve food somehow so and it can stay for like six months yeah. or whatever you want to do dried food and salted food and, and pickled food that was the thing that take it old school yeah I've, I've looked into i have books on how to do that i haven't done it yet i was gonna salt meat and i was gonna pickle meat and all that i just haven't gotten around to that's it that's right yeah you just put meat in a, a jar steak and, and, and a bunch of salt in there and yeah because moisture is what gets it. Yep, and it just soaks up all the the, the juice, and there you go. We got yeah. fucking dried, dried, dried food. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. So I think pandemic number one, grid down situation caused by our shitty electrical grid system, which is just terrible. Honestly, like it's yeah, not. We, we good. need like neighborhood solar systems, like my neighbor, other neighbor, other neighbor. We want to go in on solar. Yeah, tie co-ops. our grid so we can do a you know a cutoff if we want to. You're not going to be able to pull it off in Illinois or yeah. in the, this hemis- this latitude or longitude. Yeah. Well, they told me I couldn't pull off chickens either. Well, they still, <laughs> technically you can't. <laughs> it's not a matter of can you, it's a matter of legalities. Yeah, but it is a matter of I'm doing it. Well, so you mentioned, what you're, you're talking about is an electric co-op, and you can get away with that uh, in Arizona, New Mexico, and Texas because the sun is obviously a much bigger deal down there. Yeah. But there's more open space and more people are building communities to do just that. So. Good. It's called plantation living or co-oping. You know what's cool is if it does work out and I do end up getting this uh, cyber truck, maybe. Are you seriously thinking about getting one of those? Yeah. My God, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Um, it's got a 220 in the bed, right? Okay, yeah. 240, yeah. yeah. 240 in the bed. So I can do a break and plug it in my house. Really? Yeah. That's cool. So I, I don't know the exact specs, but I know it's going to be at least like 240 by 50 amp. So, so I can you... do many circuits. Well, it's going to be at least 150 kilowatt hour battery. Oh, wow. So so over a day of doing the whole house. That's cool. Yeah. So to take that in comparison, so your 
fifty thousand dollar Cybertruck ish, mm-hmm. roughly. Yeah, around fifty. I have a five hundred dollar <laughs> gas generator. At home. No, yeah, well, that's that's converting fossil fuel to energy, but this is a vehicle. But that has in a used pinch, fossil fuel to be converted to yeah, electric. Yeah, I mean that's that's old hat argument. Yeah. But it's <laughs> overall, like overall, it's still better off to do this cost wise, especially if you get solar. It's crazy if you get solar. Well, solar. But if you that, buy energy yeah. from the grid, even if it's burnt in coal, it's still less fossil fuels than actually gets buying gas. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. That's fair. Um, but uh, what the, my point is not that that's saving so much because you have this big ass truck, whatever. Yeah. It's just cool that if the power goes out in the near term, you can plug it yeah. in a few circuits in your house and run That's the true. stuff you need. I like, like I got this gas generator and we used it camping uh, over over summer and it ran shit you not um, eight hours a day um, for like three days like sixteen. Like, Is this the uh, an adaptive generator? No, it's just a little Predator. Uh, so it's quiet generator from Harbor Freight. Peak? Three thousand. Uh, Thirteen point. Three amps is the total output. So it, it was like twenty five hundred watts, maybe. Uh, probably, right. yeah. Because I got a big one, and it's five thousand. That's not a big one. It, it can't run a fridge. Like it tried. Oh, I okay. tried it to run my fridge, and it. So it's probably a thousand watt. It was like. So you have those, and you know the like the cool Honda ones are really expensive. Yeah. Those will adapt based on the load. Yeah. So if you're running three hundred watts on it, it's gonna go oh, real low. Cool. And it'll extend that gas Less and run gas. a really long time. Where my 5,000-watt one, it's going to burn through half gallon an hour, a gallon an hour. But you also got to think about, like, what do I need electric for really? Well, like, like say, let's, let's say it's the apocalypse. What do you really need electricity short for? Short-term things. Because you're not going to run your fridge now. Your fridge is, is a lost cause. Yeah. You might as well just turn it off because it's great. So you got some food for a, a week yeah <laughs> that's a cold you're better off digging a hole 20 feet down yeah make a little box in there you put your food in i have looked into getting some of the chest freezers mm-hmm. and setting up a solar system that's just enough solar to keep a chest freezer going that's cool because when it's downstairs it's already 60 65 degrees and once it's cold it's cold it doesn't take a lot to keep going so yeah and those are insulated really they're well. insulated really well so conceivably you could run a chest freezer off of solar indefinitely yeah so that's cool because even if it could just run during the day with the sunlight and then off at night yeah it would still just carry it's going to stay fine. cold you know, especially if you have a bunch of crap and then yeah, it's already it's frozen. full of food yeah it's, it's going to keep itself cold so that's that's realistic but what do you like lights no i got candles like Maybe to and charge flashlights. I have I, I have crank radios for you know ham radio and all that stuff. But honestly, there's not a lot of stuff that you really have. Computers everyone's, are done. Everyone's electric now is basically entertainment. It is. Like, do you need it to survive? No. I, honestly, I I don't like like you don't really have to have electricity in a survival situation. It's convenient, right? But why like what do you like lights so what you get so it's dark so you go to bed early you get a candle you can make candles candles and you can read for entertainment you can, yes people that's another thing in the list entertainment like what do you do like do you have books so like, you getting books i have some books i have a lot of books upstairs that i need to be reading but you know they're there in case I, the apocalypse <laughs> you're comes. waiting but you can find books anywhere you know everyone's got books to, to find yeah, you'll get that on your loot runs yeah i mean i've got 20 years of playboy stacked up in my upstairs so there's plenty of reading material up that's there that's not a lot of reading slash bartering equipment <laughs> yeah, that's, bartering. Bartering. that's basically <laughs> hey, cash and you got you got to figure in the apocalypse um i'm there's not gonna be everyone's a, gonna miss the internet there's not there's <laughs> yes they're gonna miss the internet there's not gonna be a gamut of you know pretty ladies running around that have you know makeup on and that have shaved and they're clean and, and smell nice and yeah. shower that's that's gonna be like what what's a pretty woman look yeah. like oh so that's what 1976 playboy yeah gonna that's gonna be worth awesome. some money <laughs> <laughs> so like, hey, I'll trade you three days five food supply or some bullets yeah. for that. So, so really, electricity is a is honestly not something you have to have. So, like keeping the truck battery charged. So, like I have the monster truck, right? Okay, cool. So, in, in really in a survival situation, what good is this monster truck going to do me? It's it's basically going to be a, a one and done thing. Like it's going to be gassed up, and if it has to be turned on and ran, it's going to be go to somewhere, and that's it. Yeah. It's not going to be running around getting groceries right. or you know taking a trip to the mall. The truck is there to get from A to B, and whenever the gas runs out, that's where I'm at. Yeah, kind of deal. So it's not like I need to stockpile a bunch of gas or whatever. Because let's face it, you're not going to be driving around. It's be the same for my vehicles then, because I'm not going to be able to charge anyway. Yeah. 
And one of the biggest tropes that just kind of wish they would get away from in all the apocalypse movies, pick one, like especially The Walking Dead. They're like, oh, we'll just get some siphon, some gas out of this car. You know, it's like five years after the apocalypse. Gas doesn't last that no, long. No, it, it'll run, what, a year a, tops? A year, year and a half. I have gas on a gas can with stable. Gas I put before. stable in it. And it's gone. It's gone eighteen months, and it still yeah. works. Okay, yeah. but that's the exception. Yeah, it's gonna run like crap. Yeah, so. people are like, oh, let's just get get. You know, you, you, the gas goes away. Yeah, people. it's pretty dumb. So you're not driving all around in cars, honestly. So it's you can bug out, you can bug in, basically. So what you're saying is, five years into the apocalypse, I'm better off because I can go in and just rip batteries out of all these cars, <laughs> put them in series, <laughs> and charge my car up and get like thirty miles. Range. I don't think you're going to be worried about driving anywhere in the apocalypse because honestly, where you where are you going to have to go? Like, yeah. you're going to have to stay within a short range of your home, honestly, to defend it and and do your things, kind of deal. So I don't know. Do I want the apocalypse to happen? Part of me does. Part of me doesn't. You know, I like having hot water and you know video games and stuff too. Um, but I don't know. I think I have a skill set that lends itself well to survivability, sure. kind of deal, and. I don't know. I kind of want to use it sometime I mean, down the road. I don't want the apocalypse we'll, to happen. Uh, you know? We'll still be friends during the apocalypse. Mm, we'll sure. barter. Sure, we will. We'll. I mean, I know where you're at, so I'm going to jack all your <laughs> shit. <laughs> so you bring up another good point. And I've thought about this, too. It's like, like people, people know. know you're my, my, my friends know I have a prepper and I do this stuff. And I'm like, who like, is going to hey, knock at my door? You messed like, up talking about it. Well, they already know. Loose like, lips. My friends already ships. know kind of deal. Yeah. And it's like, who do I let in my fucking house? Like... Like, how hardcore do I have to be? Like, do I let everybody in? Nobody in? Somebody no, in? Like, how do I choose? I can't feed everybody. And sorry for you, I guess. I mean, I'm by myself in life, and I sort myself out. Everybody I know, everybody I know, everybody has a partner. Everybody's married or going to be married or has a boyfriend wow. or girlfriend. Think about it. Honestly. Wow. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> just saying. You guys all have yourselves to rely on kind of deal, and there's two of you. So it's just me looking out for, for myself, essentially, kind of deal. So I might be able to throw a handgun out here to somebody or some bullets every once in a while or some beef jerky. Here you go. But I'm, see, I'm not looking for handouts, bro. I'm just saying that I'm going to give you some eggs. See, that's and where what are you going to trade? I was just that's about what I'm to, saying. We're going to be friends. Literally where I was going with that. It's like... I'm not looking for handouts here. Or, hand, or handies, because none of those are happening. But No. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so yeah. it's literally what do you bring to the table like what what's your skill set what are what are you offering me what are you bartering why why should i give up my life-saving items to you yeah kind of deal and it sounds trite and it sounds terrible but no but you're putting yourself in the situation yeah, i want to live that's a real thing that you would do yeah I want to live. I want to help. I want to help people because I'm a helpful person. But at the same time, I feel like the the parable of like what was it the the squirrel that collected all the nuts and then like what the what the grasshoppers or whatever that weren't collecting food for winter and then whatever they all got screwed when the winter came. Have around. you seen The Walking Dead where they got the terminus? I did. That's where they eat the yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So similar to that, like I'm going to make sure that everyone knows that they can be safe at my house. And me and Amanda will be fine. And then eat them. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to barter for some solid steaks, wow. I got you. Mental note. <laughs> it's people. It's people. Soil and green. Soil and green. It's people. <laughs> and I often wonder, like, how would people eat people? Like, would it come down to that? Like, I just, I would probably starve well, to yeah. death. I don't think I would eat people. Oh, man. See? That, I really now, don't. now you make me seem weird. I'm not that hardcore. <laughs> you have to, it has to come to a point where life has to be worth living. You know, there's surviving, but also you have to have life, quality of life. Even the apocalypse, you have to Dude, have quality It's very of life. simple. Calories in, calories out. <laughs> Just <laughs> calories. Eat it. Eat your people. <laughs> I don't know. I think it probably had to pass You don't it. anthropomorphize your meat. It's okay? only God. You just imagine eating people. It's terrible. Like those soccer players in the Indies. I don't know. Man, it's. I think you're just thinking about it too much. I do. I have to have something to think about. Honestly, like, what else am I going to think about? Like, psh, whatever. I've been doing a lot of home modeling projects and working on stuff and getting shit done. And you know, it's good. It is cool. That's just some, some gives me something to focus on, kind of do. I'm just working on my boxing and wedding yeah. planning and uh, house projects. Yeah, I might go so. throw axes uh, on Saturday. There's a place in Rockford now. Yeah, axes. right by Oscars. I saw it on Facebook, I think. Yep, What's it called? It's uh, a Mad Axe or okay, yeah, Axe yeah. Mad or Mad Axes, something. That's cool. It's pretty neat. It's like 20, 
20 bucks for an hour per person. Do you think they'd be upset if I called them? I said, listen, sounds awesome, but I have to ask you a few things really quick. <laughs> God, I got to ask you. I'm sure they've never heard that. Like, I got they my probably own. probably just, you just hear click, <laughs> click. <laughs> I got another axer. <laughs> oh, my God. I bet, I bet they do that there, too. I'm going to, actually, I'm going to do that now when I go there. Did you say actually? Actually. <laughs> <laughs> actually. Ask you a question. I've never thrown an axe, and I'm looking forward to doing it. I that. have. I've never done it. I've actually done it in my backyard. Oh, I bet you have. <laughs> I've never I done it. I had an old, old uh, picnic table that I made, so I, I put it up against the telephone yeah. pole back there. And you're all like, Whoa. And then I have my like my Gerber camping hatchet yeah. axe, and just, dude, I got it. Where yeah. I just crush it. I it think I'm going to be good at it. I've watched people do it, so I'm like, how hard can it be? <clears throat> it's just getting the um, the rotation down. Yeah. It's like not really how hard you throw or how hard you kick the spin. It's got to be It's just right. like you get a feeling for like, oh, I threw that, and then you know in your head, like, I over-rotated a the half. Distance so the then effort. you know the next part that you're not rotating yeah. a little bit, you got it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Sweet. Awesome. Okay, so... Is that everything? If not, well, let's do it again. Yeah, I guess we can talk again in the future. I've covered all said items on your list and my list and then some. So, dude, are you coming to my wedding? <laughs> Most likely. 50% chance. 50%. Can I borrow a sub? <laughs> <laughs> again, 50% chance. Those two things are not related. Not at, all. Asking both. At, at all. At all. No, not I'll even. make it work. I'll get one. I got to get one somehow. So It'll be fine. If, if, I'm not, if I'm not using them, then I'll hook it up for you. Sweet. Yeah. All right. Party Mike. Till next right. time. Later, man. Later, Jerry.